You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Father, we bless your name. This morning we give you praise. All we give you worship. We adore you. Absolutely nothing is impossible with you. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 55, mm, verse 12. Thank you. Isaiah 55, 12. For you shall go out with joy. <laughs> How will your going be this year? What's the next word there? And be led forth with no tension. And as a result of that, what will happen? Into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap. You will hear mountains singing to you this year. And trees will clap their hands. Glory to God. Mm. You shall go out with joy. Every day with joy. Fought with peace. It's our year of peace. And peace means what? Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Shalom, shalom. That was what Jesus said. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> I want to read something this morning. Again, let's read together Isaiah again, 52. Mm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Isaiah 52, verse 12. For you shall not go out with haste. No rushing. Not by flight. It does not mean you will not take flight. It means that you won't fly away, running away. <laughs> For the Lord will go before you. And the God of Israel will be your reward. Peace. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Hallelujah. Isaiah 32, and that's where we start from. Mm, glory to your name. We shall feel love. Glory to your name. Oh, glory to your name. Are you there? Isaiah 30. Mm. The Bible says, For those here, the love verse 15. Isaiah 30, 15. We'll go to 32 in a while, and then I will ask you to see it. Isaiah 30, verse 15. For thus said the Lord, the only one of Israel, in returning and rest shall you be saved. Remember where we started from from the watch night service. Romans 16, 20. The God of peace will bruise the devil under your feet, not the God of war. Now the Bible is saying that uh, for thus said the Lord, the only one of Israel, in returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and in confidence, 
shall be your strength, but ye will not. No, but that's not our case. You can have your say this morning. People love to run to and fro. So here in the scripture that we are starting with, the Lord began to tell them that salvation is not in many places. It's not in talking to many people about what you are going through. It's not in running elter-skelter, multiplying efforts. It's not in making moves here and there. Oh, in our time, people also. People run. Even though the Bible says it's not of him that run it. People are still running. And they are doing runs. So a prophetic word came to these people. And God said to them, I have said to you that in quietness, go back to that scripture, please. In returning and rest, shall ye be saved. You are not going to be saved by multitudes of efforts. You'll be saved by rest. And he said, in quietness and in confidence. That's why he gave us the word peace. And that night went through a love. And then on Wednesday. Now, let me say what I said on Wednesday. I, I should just say this. If you come to church in 2021, every amen, every hallelujah is important. God is not a man that he should lie. And you cannot bring God down to your level. You go to God's level. The Bible says, Paul said that I wish. Ah, this shouldn't be part of it, but I think I should say this. In Romans either 10 or 11, he said that I wish even myself that I were a cause from Christ because of the burden I have for my brethren. And what is the problem? He said, they be ignorant of God's righteousness. They are going about to establish their own righteousness. You are not the Holy Spirit. I am not the Holy Spirit. We don't tell him how he functions. He tells us how he functions. What is the meaning of being ignorant of God's righteousness? They try to establish their own righteousness. And I told them something very simple on Wednesday. When God brings a word to you, if you reject it, you can fast for 21 days without eating, nothing will happen. Somebody is trusting God, for instance, just expecting a blessing, a provision. And he comes to church on Sunday and he hears a scripture read, the Lord shall supply all your need and he keeps quiet. After service, he goes back home and he's praying at night. Oh God, supply. Your guiding angel will tell you, we brought the blessing to you in the morning, you turn it away. You were ignorant of God's righteousness. You are now trying to establish your own righteousness. God gave you the answer, his own righteousness. You rejected it. You think in effort, so shall you be saved. But the Bible says in rest and in confidence. Did you get what I've just said now? I am always on the lookout. And I gave an example. One of the governors of South Southwest State was at the camp. You know, I have found out that on crusade grounds, miracles happen more with baby Christian and unbelievers because they are more open. In Jericho, only Rahab was saved. There is something that happens to Christians. 
You get so familiar with God and His word that you don't respond to the word anymore. 2021 is not a year to come judge and keep quiet. If we had some demonstrations of the anointing of God this morning when we are praying in the morning, angels are present here. They are blessings with names tag on it. When a, something is called and your mouth is shut, see, whatever gives back to a thing will sustain a thing. Did you get that? Whatever gives back to a thing will sustain. That's why a fish will not come and live on the land. It must live inside water. You will not go and live inside water. It must live on the land. How did salvation come? If thou shalt believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. See, that believing and speaking out something is forever the two-edged sword. The foundation of which Christianity is built is built on believing and speaking. When you are too quiet, you are making a big mistake. So at times, believing and confessing is stronger than seven days of fasting. Because you did not get saved by fasting. You got saved by believing and confessing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Anytime you are expecting something and a scripture is read that looks around the arena of what you are believing God for, be the first, let your hallelujah and amen be the loudest. What happens that in the realm of the spirit, the angel transfers the blessing to you. They are all around this body walking around and looking at many people with their mouth sealed. And the blessing, one of the reasons why there will be many tears in heaven is that God will show us how many times he sent angels to you and you turned it away. After the angel has gone, you started praying and fasting and talking to prophets about something that was brought to you on the platter of gold. Why? Because people don't understand this simple principle of responding to God. Faith is the response of human spirit to the word of God. It is true. When the word of God comes to you, when the word comes and you open up, it stays with you. The word of God highlights and drops on anybody who says, all that Mary said to the angel said, let it be unto me according to your word. That is what the meaning of amen. When we say amen, hallelujah to a scripture. I, I, honestly speaking, I'm beginning to really pray for some Christians. Because some people come to church on Sunday, they come to keep quiet. Greater is that in me than, than one that is in the world. Eh. Jesus, God, there, Jesus will touch you today. Ah, touch. That's it, they are just looking. The angels are one the Lord. Is, did you really tell us to touch this fellow? It doesn't look like somebody that wants to be touched. Receive the word of God with joy. And the effect of the word will be seen in your life immediately. This is going to be your greatest year so far. Yeah. <sighs> Hallelujah. What led me to this? And I must not overuse my time today. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. <laughs> Let's read Isaiah 32, verse 17. I want to get there today. Peace. Isaiah 32, 17. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. It is not passing through the valley of shadow of death that is the problem some pass through and they die there some pass through and they say I am not afraid so David said the Lord is my shepherd 
He said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And he said, because thou art with me. What is this peace we are talking about? This song is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Are you following me? What is this peace? Do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I fear no evil. Peace and rest, they go together. And you exercise faith in rest. Is somebody hearing me? But that rest and that peace. It's in a person. It's not a condition. Second service, I will talk a bit about Moses. It's a person. So Moses said, if your presence will not go with us, don't take us from here. Because we are going to face many things. But there is something that produces peace that surpasses understanding. And since it is the God of peace that will bruise Satan under my feet, I need this peace. So the Bible says, where we just read that in Isaiah 32, 17. Let's read it again. Isaiah 32, 17. The work of righteousness shall be peace. Remember Romans 14, where we started from. Bible said that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is the missing link everywhere. When Jesus saw storm, he said peace. He did not say I bind you storm. When the peace is in you, and I told you this peace is transferable. He said any house you get to, you can decree peace over a house. You can decree peace over your street. Because it, but you must also understand your interaction with the peace of God. So you shall be led forth in peace. Or you shall be led forth in joy in peace. Peace is needed. But what is this peace that we are talking about? And how does it come? So the work of righteousness... And that is where I want to start from this morning. Shall be peace. The work of righteousness shall be peace. When righteousness settles in the man's heart, there is peace. That's why Romans 5, let's read. And then we go to Papa Adam. And that's all I want to talk about this morning. And we'll continue the second service. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God from the time of of the fall of man there has been one thing this is very sad and this is why God is bringing this to us and I believe it will affect a lot of other Christians who don't even come to this church because when God gives a word great will be the number of them that will publish it are you following me? human beings have been yearning for something and I say it is sad because Christians who are supposed not to yearn for the same thing, are yearning for it as well. Peace and acceptance. Something that gives you assurance before the Father. You see, where does fear come from? Fear comes from the fact that you are not sure whether God will deliver you. So there is a target. There is a deadline. And there is an amount to be paid. And I have prayed. Once I don't have peace, I will not have confidence that I will have the amount. So the man calls, I will still go tomorrow. And you are like, yes, I'm paying the rent tomorrow. 
But, oh, this is the second year of my marriage and I don't have a child yet. You are passing through the valley of shadow of death. Jesus never said there will not be challenges. But those who have understood this peace are immovable. Nothing shakes them. Because they see the end from the beginning and they are trust in their Savior. I get what I'm saying. So, God did not exempt Jesus from storm coming. But what was he doing when the storm came? He was sleeping. Rest. The disciples were scooping out water. When they couldn't do it enough, they said, Master, look at their statement. Don't you care that we perish? The image of perishing stood before them like this. They saw that that was the end. Anytime you pray, there is a war within. As God heard me, I have committed this thing into the, into, into the hands of God. But another picture will show. You see the landlord coming, asking you to get out because you cannot pay. You see them sending the children from school home because you cannot pay. Even though you are prayed, but the picture stays. It is the absence of something and that is the peace. Did you get what I've just said now? Hallelujah. So they tell somebody that you have cancer. Somebody leaves the hospital, he drives back to his friend and he, he treats the matter as if nothing. Knowing that, you know what? I am not dying of any cancer. The same people after a while will declare that there is no cancer in your system again. Somebody goes home as a death sentence. They are both Christians. And she's crying. What? Cancer? The second one is afraid because of something. If you ask the two of them, do you believe your heavenly father has power over cancer? They will say yes. So why are you crying? God didn't say that they won't see something in your body. But God has said that he will heal you. But you know why you are crying? You are not sure whether you will survive this or not. Why are you not sure? Something is missing somewhere. That's why you are not sure. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. Ah, you see, with the sister, the way you are, you can't have a child. You hear that report and you are afraid. I'm 34. I'm not married. I hope I won't be 40 and not get married. Why are you afraid? You are in your valley of shadow of death, but you are afraid. Unlike David who, say, who said, I will not be afraid. It's because there is something missing. So let's start with, let's start from how did this whole thing start? It started with Papa Adam. Remember, the effect of righteousness is peace. Righteousness in that sense means right standing. Ah, let's read Isaiah 40, 48, 18. Isaiah 48, 18. I think we read Luke 19, 42. Isaiah 48, 18. Oh, that thou hast hearkened to my commandments, then are thy peace being as river. Isaiah somewhere talks about peace flowing like a river. Now, God is saying to these people that if you had listened to me, your peace would have been flowing like a river. Of course, this one's in listening to him. If you are, so there is something that you can hear that makes your peace flow like river. Now, Luke 19, I think 42. We come back. Luke 19, 42. Let's start from 41. 
Remember, God is regret. God, the, the last one we read, that Isaiah 48, 18, it's just a statement of regrets. He said, if you are listening to me, if you are listening to me, your peace would have been flowing like a river. Now, Jesus also is making the same statement of regret here. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Ah. You know, God does not force himself on any man. At times, he looks at Christians also and he weeps. May he not weep over you. This is, he's painting the master that, I mean, you are 48 and you are still struggling with the same thing. If only you check with us. We already planned that by the time you were 27, we already planned that you should have dominated your world. But here you are, still. The Bible says Jesus, he came near the city. He was looking at the city, Jesus, and he began to cry. He was not crying because of his personal pain. Look at what was making him to cry. He wept over the city, saying, he did not even hide his words. He was crying and he said, they heard him saying something as he was crying. Like people say, oh my money, they stole my car. Jesus was crying and he was saying, what was he saying? If thou hast known, even thou, that is you. You, even you. He said, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong to thy peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. Ah, Jesus looked at that city and he said, something, there is a factor that brings peace like a river to your life. He said, if you, if you, you can only know it. He said, but they are hidden from you. You can't see them. So he started weeping for them. A hopeless condition of a city that peace stood by but they did not see it. I want to major righteousness a bit this morning, but let's read Genesis chapter 3. You know the story of the creation. You know what happened. The moment Adam, and this is where I want to hang in this morning, Papa Adam, he was given four rivers. He had animals with him in the garden. No fear, no tension, no nothing. But one day, Adam used the word, I was afraid. And God said, Ha! Have you eaten? He said, The woman gave me. The Bible said they heard the voice of God walking in the garden. And they went to hide. At first, they ate the fruit. Then they made fig leaves and they were covering themselves. The glory of the Lord covered them before. They were not trying to please God. God was already pleased with them. But after eating the fruit, everything changed. Rest and assurance and peace left. Then effort started. They made leaves, made it to cover our breast, made it to cover our part. They designed it very well. It's either God is covering you or you are making cover clothes for yourself. These are two kinds of people you see on earth every now and then. Those who are dressed by God and those who dress themselves. No matter how well you dress yourself, it will not cover your nakedness. For by strength shall no man prevail. That effort will never give you, it will never. As woman was fetching the water, Jesus told her that anyone who drinks this water will test again. 
He said, but there is a water. <laughs> there is a time that if you drink, there is a time. See, no matter who lifts you up, if it is a man, it is not the end of the matter. The saga, the problem, the issues continue. It can turn tomorrow and even turn against you. But when it is the Lord, for it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and adds no sorrow. All others, all others, all others, all others, they have sorrow. But it is the blessing of the Lord. It is the blessing of the Lord. When we take the blessing, you know there are always adverse effects. Anything done by man, there will be side effects. But when it is God, hallelujah. Adam, I, I'm not saying it's wrong to take the place. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that there will be side effects. So you take chloroquine, it's itching you. I was told that the, the, uh, this one, Pia Laxin, that one is very serious. I've taken it a few times before. It will knock you well. <laughs> so I prefer the health that comes from God. It's better. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Are you, are you following me? From that day, what happened to Adam? And this is my word to everybody this morning. When Jesus said the thing that makes for your peace, when this service is over, everybody find out this is the way the Lord showed me. God's personal instruction to you is one of the keys to your peace in this world. Personal instruction. He said, all that you have listened to me, your peace would have been like a river. So he told Adam, don't eat. And he ate. The moment he did, alignment was broken and problems started. Anytime you see fear and tension, somehow you are out of alignment. Look at what I've just said. And if you have never tried to find out from God, the shadows that he has for your life, that is the reason for the struggle in the first place. He measured the garden and told Adam that this is where you operate. And in your operation, this is what you don't do. The moment it did. So the Bible said that being justified by faith, we are now this is all twofold, and I will end there twofold. If you are not born again, you have no gift of righteousness. Once you are born again, anybody born again, you have received the gift of righteousness. And those who teach have agreed, say you don't have to do any other thing. No, that's not true. You have received the gift of God. In His righteousness, there are personal instructions that the Spirit of God will give you. You are different from everybody on the face of the earth. That's why you don't have any other person's DNA. God deals with us as individuals. There is a direction God wants you to go. There is a way He wants you to operate. When you are out of that order, the first thing that will disappear is peace assurance will go then you are no longer sure that the father will do what he has said he will do God told this man of God to go to a particular country and do missions there as he was going the pilot announced that there was chaos in the plane he crossed his leg and he asked for extra food he was too sure that he was at peace with the father are you getting what I'm saying? He just spoke to me last week to go to a place I didn't want to go to. Now on my way there, they said the plane will crash. Let it crash. That kind of plane cannot crash. That kind of person cannot pray out of fear. You are 100% in alignment. 
no, no cause for alarm. Towards the end of John G. Lake's life, he became partially blind. An American who came to do mighty crusades, South Africa was not the way it is now. It was one of the most local African countries then. John G. Lake came among the Zulus and the primitive people there to do, to do mighty works for God. As a well-learned person, a Canadian who moved to America to stay there. Towards the end of after finishing his mission, South Africa, he returned home and then he was becoming blind, couldn't see. John G. Lake just asked them a question. He said, take me back to South Africa where I serve God. When he got to South Africa, he walked among Zulus in the forest and the eyes opened. He was just telling God that, you told me to come here. I served you here. I shall serve the Lord my God. He shall bless my bread and water and take sickness away from me. In 2021, alignment must be changed. Men and brethren, we are all Christians. There are general rules for all of us. Don't commit fornication. Don't like there are general, but there are specific rules. Your difference, your uniqueness, your shining is in the specifics. All of us are supposed to, un- to obey the general ones. But what makes you unique is the specific. Yes. Somebody here is listening to me and somebody watching me. You want to operate in the power of God? It's connected to specific instruction. To something, don't cut your hair. To someone else, as in Nazareth, don't drink. But that did not apply to some other people. Some other people, they cut their hair very well. Yet they operated the way God. Because to every unique anointing, there is a unique instruction. Like the guy that God told, build is a, a building engineer, and they, they are they are always building properties, buying land and building estates. It's one of the most popular in Lagos. And he said that the Lord told him one time when he was struggling, every 10 hours, when you build 10 houses, they tend to one. You must look for a woman whose husband has walked away from and left them with children and give the house. Every 10 to 1. And the Lord came down to his room and he heard the voice of God saying to him that, let whatever they call recession, let Nigeria enter on that ground. Your business, nothing will happen to it. He said in the last five years, people have been paying him in foreign currency. The more dollar is increasing, the more... He said he's one of the people that... So he said, if not, I'm a Christian. I'm being tempted to pray that Nara should never rise again. Yeah. The instruction says that nine houses you can sell. They tend to one. You must give a widow. They tend to one. Or a woman that the husband deserted. You must give it. Personal instruction. As long as he does, as he, even if, he's, if he starts misbehaving, God will deal with him in other areas. But when he's doing that, because God is a covenant-keeping God, in that area, God will deal well with him. But in other areas, he might suffer. If you misbehave, you'll be a God. But it won't come to that prosperity. Because that is a matter of covenant. And only anti-covenant practice can undo a covenant. Did you get what I've just said? Are you getting what I'm saying? So righteousness in this regard, in the Bible said the effect of righteousness is peace. I am talking about right standing. Been, righteousness has been defined as right standing. Right standing. That's what word of faith people believe. Right standing with God. Standing with God. Right standing. And that right standing means that you are in alignment. You are standing with the Father. The way, just like ah, you are your earthly father you've been talking talking your father says that okay come and do this and you've done it and you are caught there and everything is fine right standing right positioning with the father 
He said the effect of that right positioning is peace. So to unbeliever, the right standing is to come into Christ. So Christians is to check the alignment, right positioning. All of a sudden, I feel in my spirits. When the service is over, God will adjust the prayer life of some of you. It might tell you the time He wants you to pray, not the time you want to pray. And when you adjust your time to that time, oh God. So all the scriptures are pointing to the fact that great victories are achieved through peace and rest. And God wants you to rest also. But you cannot rest without alignment. That peace is what gives you rest. That alignment, that right, that there you are. Have you heard me this morning? There is peace and contentment inside the Balaam kept saying that I want to go, I want to go. God said go. And as he was going there was an angel on the way that wanted to kill him. This I've just shared with you is the answer to premature death. Death will come looking for you but if you find you in the place of alignment it will leave you alone. Jesus said the prince of this world comment and he found nothing in me. I have read stories of premature death of pastors. 90% of some of them, there are a few that we cannot explain and some can be not everybody, please, not about majority that I read about. It is when they changed the assignment God gave them that death came, premature death. Because it is a dangerous thing. When you are heavily anointed and you switch, you suffer seriously. Seriously. The stronger the anointing, the more the consequence of your disobedience. In the Bible, there was a young prophet, and that's first King 12 13. First King 13. And God said, Go and give him. That was the person that the anointing of Elijah was upon. He appeared before Elijah showed up first King 17. Now Elijah teach back to teach back, said, said unto him. That was the first introduction of Elijah, the prophet of fire to the Bible. But before him, four chapters before him, there was a young man. The Bible didn't tell us his name, but you could tell. God said, You should go and tell the king. Uzziah, who was misbehaving then? And he pointed to Uzziah and he said that you are disobeying God. And Uzziah said, arrest him. The hand he pointed dried up. What an anointing. And he said something will happen to the altar and it happened immediately. But he received two other instructions. Don't go through the way you come through. And don't eat in that city. He obeyed. He gave the word. The king's hand dried. And the king begged him and he prayed and the hand was restored. What a... What? Look at power. But he died without the Bible even mentioning his name. After that level of victory, as he was going, so he came this way. He obeyed God, he was going this way, another way. An old prophet heard about his exploits. They said a young man came to town. You know, it became a news. Everybody said, ah, one young guy came to palace today. They came pointing like this and his hand dried. And he prayed and that was restored. The old prophet said, I need to meet that guy. Young prophets should be careful of old prophets. And but the challenge is that you also need old prophet to help you. Only Eli told Samuel the code of hearing from God. God came down and said, Samuel, Samuel, but he never gave the message. He ran to Eli. They thought Eli said, When he comes again, say, 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 speak, Lord, 
for thy servant hear it. If he did not teach Samuel that Samuel wouldn't know, God wouldn't know. Why didn't God just say what he wanted to say? So you see the challenge. So the old prophet came and he said, Ah, God just spoke to me. He told me, I said, Come, come and eat. And the guy said, No, God said I should not come through the way I, the first, uh, my first part and I must not eat in the city. He said, God just spoke to me now. God just changed his mind. God doesn't change his mind except to forgive. He said, he said you should eat. And the guy followed him. Now this is why personal instruction, I'm telling you, can be very dangerous. They got to the house as they were eating. It was the same old prophet. The anointing that had left him came back. Ah yeah, it's like using someone else's star. Are you getting what I'm saying? It was said, young man, Bible said the word of the Lord came to the old prophet and he said, because you have disobeyed God, I should walk out of this place, lion will kill you. You just told him that God said you should give him food. Now you don't tell him that he would die. And the guy went as he was going. Lion met him, killed him. See, God is mighty. The lion did not eat him, just tore him because God told lion, just kill him. That's all. So it's not your food. It's still my prophet. But kill him. End this assignment. He died. The camel that he was riding on was there. The lion didn't touch the camel. The lion laid by his body and left the camel there. So the camel, the dead body and lion were together. I'm sure camel would have been sweating. <laughs> and the lion told camel that, well, <laughs> the Almighty didn't send me to you. <laughs> it's just, I'm on an assignment here. So he killed the guy and stayed with the guy and he refused to eat the body. And the old prophet came to carry him and he said something. He said, that is the man that disobeyed God. And that was how that guy on ceremony just exited the Bible. We don't even know his name. I believe when he died, that anointing lifted and landed on another man called Elijah. The man of fire. Man of God come there. If I be a man of God, let fire. He was just roasting people free of charge. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Father, we thank you. Let's rise. We give you all the glory. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be your name. Lift up your hands and just bless the name of the Lord. We give you praise. We worship you. We adore your name. Blessed be your name. We give you all the glory. We worship you. The first thing a Christian loses when he does something wrong is his peace. That's the first thing he loses. is the peace. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We give you praise. Pray where you are. Whatever we affect your peace, you will not do. Whatever, you will not. You will not go to a place where you have no peace about going. You will not get into any relationship that there's no peace no deal nothing once your peace once you know this will jeopardize your peace I'm not stepping Bible says there's no peace to the wicked I will not any action that your heart forbids don't blessed be your name Lord Jesus we give you praise thank you Father for your word we give you praise for speaking to us 
in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.